Welcome to Blossom Buddies, uh, episode 6, where we examine season 1, episode 5 of Blossom, titled Sex, Lies, and Teenagers. I'd like to point out that since this is the 6th episode, I'd like to oh, make gosh. a shout out to uh, Jenna Vonoy, mm-hmm. of course, who played 6. Follow her on Twitter uh, somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's like mo- Mommy mommy Made Quick, or some. she's got some book, and I think that's what her Twitter handle is. Anyway. Follow us on Twitter, and then you'll see every time we retweet her. And then you can get all the hot Mayim Bialik tweets. Yeah, we retweet her too. And Joey Lawrence, but that guy does not tweet a lot. And no. uh, Anthony, whatever his, the actor's name Michael is. Michael Stoyanov. Something like that. Uh, he doesn't tweet at all. And if you've never seen Tony's What He Looks Like Now, you should go look at that, because what happened? I bet all the drugs caught up with him. Yep. All Anthony Russo's drugs. Because there's no difference between your human character and the character you play on a television show. No, you use method. Yep. Is and, what it was. And, and meth. And meth. <laughs> <laughs> it was meth. And method. Meth. Method. 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 Alright, so Craig, yeah. t- tell us about uh, what the name of this episode is. Uh, it's Sex, Lies, and Teenagers. Mm-hmm. So you can probably guess what's going to happen. Yep. First off, uh, uh, Jason Bigler calls... And books a double date with uh, Blossom. Well, and... before that, Joey's grounded for life. Oh, he right. Joey's grounded Joey, for, Joey's, for cheating. Yeah, he cheats by stealing, or not stealing. Sorry, he buys a uh, he buys homework from one of his class friends. Um, it ends up being some some nonsense about the uh, the Lincoln because it was about Lincoln, so they make a car joke. And uh, oh yeah, Joey's grounded for life. Yep, Tony uh, Tony threatens violence twice. Yep. For some reason. Tony has to <laughs> hold them back. Or, sorry, Nick, you, did you say Tony or Nick threatened violence? Oh, yeah, sorry, Nick, yeah. The dad threatened violence, but then Tony had to, to hold Nick back from killing Joey yeah. for cheating on it. We hypothesized that Tony had that PCP rage. So po- yeah. that, that could be a drug watch situation where... Drug, drug watch 2019, yeah. maybe he... Maybe it was PCP? PCP? Uh, you'll find out much later on that uh, I don't think so. That could have been part of it, but you know what? We're getting at it. So, okay, sorry. So, Blossom comes in. She's misspoken to her, her, her boy toy of the week. Yeah. Her Seinfeld style boyfriend of the week, yeah. played by a future celebrity. Yeah. Um, and basically, they, they make some back and forth about how she he asked her what time it is but she should have said something along the lines of oh i like your hair instead of actually giving the time she gets she has intrusive thoughts yeah it's time to fuck she should he should have said what time is it she should have just pulled off her (laughs) shirt and been like i don't know you tell me yeah (laughs) it's a boob o'clock it's boobs o'clock so (laughs) it's revealed that they're going to go on a double date um with the two boys and that's that's the date Later so they're going to go see a movie. Yeah. Or so we think. Or so we think. But then uh, then it turns out they're actually going to go to a makeout party. Yeah. At Sheila's place. Makeout party! And Six and Blossom decide that they have to lie to their parents because their parents would never let them go to a makeout party. Yep. So they, they just tell them that they're still going to the movie. And uh, Blossom gets real nervous. Nick questions her just a little bit. Yeah, and she starts asking like, "Why is he asking all these questions?" He's sitting there, <laughs> he's sitting there like fixing a record player, like not even paying attention to her. Yeah, she comes down like, "Um, we're going, we're going out on this date," and he's like, "Where are you going?" 
And she freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, I have to lie. So, uh, we're going to the movies. And he's like, what movie? And she's like, uh, the new Woody Allen movie. And he's like, I saw that. Um, we can talk. I'm excited to talk, you know, when you're like with your friends and somebody hasn't seen a movie. It's like, I'm excited to yeah. talk to you about the, the movie you're going to go see. And she's, she's like, actually, like... uh, no, the new Mel Gibson. Have you seen that? And she's like, he's like, and Nick's like, yes. So that doesn't work. But so she tells them uh, they're gonna go see a sneak preview that's not even out yet. Yeah, and they don't even know what the name of they it is. They don't know what the name of it is. And he's all like, "Do you want to ride?" She's like, "No, I, I like the bus because I can study for math or something." You made a you, you were saying while we were watching the episode about how she that, likes the that, bus so she can listen to her iPod that's not invented yet, which is believable for like nowadays teens. Yeah, but back then. If There's you no can get a drive to the mall, I remember. If you get a drive to the mall, you're taking the drive to the take mall. Take the fucking drive to the mall. Yeah. Well, that's why Nick's a little, uh, a little curious, a little curious and hesitant. No, actually, actually, strike that. He's not hesitant at all, until Blossom is finally like, "You don't think I'm lying, do you?" Yeah. She's like, "You don't, you don't trust me." What's with all the questions? Hey, yeah. see, like, why would you, why would you question your dad while you're trying to get out of the house? Because it's a sitcom, Jason. What? Because it's a sitcom. I thought this was a documentary up until now, and you're just telling me now it's not a documentary? Anyway, we cut to a uh, an episode of Donahue. Yep. Some of you may remember Donahue unless you're under 30. If he, He's like Dr. Phil, but um, way more intrusive. Uh, you, yeah, was he like, I haven't, I mean, obviously I haven't seen Donahue in forever. Was he like Dr. Phil or was he more like no, Maury? he was like more like Maury, but there is an evolution there. You know what I mean? Like, nowadays, it's... Dr. Phil asks questions like that, that's has true. this sort of spectacle. But that's just an evolution of, you can't, instead of standing and looking at your guests and talking at them and asking them offensive questions, Dr. Phil sits with you to try to get on your side. He's not a real doctor, you know. Really? Yeah, he's just some guy that Oprah liked. Well, I know Oprah liked him, but I thought he was an actual doctor. Look that up and I will. let us know in the comments. Yeah, you, you <laughs> let, us in, let us know in the comments on all the podcast things. Or well, on YouTube, if we ever put this on YouTube. What Dr. Phil did. What Dr. Phil does for his doctorate. You know what? Comment on Dr. Phil. Go to his page. Yep. And comment. <laughs> Hashtag Blossom Buddies at Blossom Buddies. Don't you guys think that <laughs> Blossom Buddies should be on YouTube? It probably should. It probably should. We'd have to do more work. More effort. Yeah. Give us ads. If we get ads, we'll go on YouTube. And then it's we'll true. get more ads. Lucky listeners get get ads. Looking at you, um, her, uh, his undies. What's the one? Anyway. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. The erectile dysfunction pill. Speaking of erectile okay. dysfunction. Well, we're still... Uh, so, hold on. <laughs> Donahue. <laughs> so, Donahue, to... there's a very special episode of Donahue where, about uh, girls who lied to their dads. Yep. And you can imagine how that goes. It's... Um, Spoiler alert, it's a dream. Blossom wasn't really on Donahue. Well, Joey calls in. Joey calls in to, uh, to the call-in line. And then Six is in the audience and says, you should be granted forever. And then D- Joey asks for Madonna's phone number and immediately hangs and up. And then immediately hangs <laughs> up, right. That's that's the reason Joey called in. And then when they show Nick Russo on a screen, of course, it's he's... A, it's a, a old, 1990 television. Yes, and it looks like it's actually turned upside down, which is funny to me, but... Was there a VCR, like a Betamax on that? Like, could you, like that? Probably. I, I was trying to, you know, the, the graphical fidelity is not so great in these yeah. old episodes. That's true. Anyway, that was a stupid dream. Yeah, uh, she wakes up my worried. least favorite fantasy sequence. It, yeah, but we're slowly realizing that end of Act 2 and every single one of these GD episodes <laughs> is her waking up screaming because she had some weird pop culture dream. Yep. We're moving on to the erectile dysfunction you were mentioning. So, Joey, uh... 
What the hell? Oh, I, yeah. I don't even remember what the scene setup was, but they're all in the kitchen, and and Joey's like, "Hey, one thing you learn when you're grounded is Dad keeps condoms in his sock drawer." I think it's just when they the next she goes down the next morning for breakfast, and they're kind of all talking it's about what's going on. Yeah, what, which is another. Th- very prevalent thing in this household. Like, every morning they get up super early and have breakfast together. Right, but that's that's all far less important than Joey saying that being grounded has taught him that Dad keeps condoms in the sock drawer. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I think everyone does. Like, what? Like does being grounded, does it just mean he was bored so he's what was going he looking for? Shit? What was he looking for? Drugs. I assume porno mags. <laughs> Probably porno no, mags. No, Tony would be looking yeah, for drugs. Yeah, right. Joey's looking for, for porno mags. Or maybe condoms. Yeah. Maybe that's exactly what he was looking for and he found them. Because as we like know, accomplished. as we know thus far, Joey loves sexual intercourse. Or the idea And having of it. it. Yeah, because he's, idea he's never had it before. Yeah, probably not. Nope. But anyhow. And then, so Blossom... Uh, this is where they figure out that if they just put, um, if they just put turtlenecks right. on... Blossom That'll comes hide in, uh, looking like a, a mom from 1982. Yeah, I, and Anthony's like, that looks like a makeout outfit yeah. you're wearing. Uh, hide the hickey dicky. I wrote down originally that I kind of like had a lapse in what was going on, and then I, <laughs> I, I, I like phased back in, and I thought they had skipped to Blossom had As come home and had a hickey, but oh. then six also, and I then I clued in. I was like, oh, they're they're preparing. They're preparing. They're premeditating going out and getting hickeys yeah. because if you go to a makeout party, of course you're going to get a hickey. Yeah. Now you don't want to figure out how to fix that after the fact. No, no. Uh, I think they even talk about that. I think they mention how you can they put foundation on it or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, they want to try to hide them hickeys. And so they go to the party. Yeah, Jason Bickler's there all horned up. Of course, he's Johnny Galecki. He is Johnny Galecki from another show that Mayim Bialik stars in, uh, The Big Bang Theory. I thought it was a small smash idea. It was uh, pretty good. Yeah, I uh, hated it. I watched the first few seasons. Um, we all knew this was going to happen where we're going to see people who are child stars. I assume there's a couple of people that end up going on to be on uh, yeah. Big Bang. And we got fucking David from... Roseanne. Yeah, from Roseanne. I called her Diane, but her name is Darlene. Darlene. Which is funny, because my mom's name is uh, Darlene. Yeah, I think the new uh, Roseanne, now that Roseanne's not on it, instead of being called the Connors, it should have been called Darlene. Yeah. She's the new matriarch of Absolutely. the house. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think that would sell many revenues, which is what it's Probably called. Probably not. It's a few revenues. <laughs> a revenue Like, I don't know if the Connors is doing that well, either. I watched a couple episodes of it, and I... No, honestly, she was the draw. Roseanne was the draw for that show, and then it, when it turned out she was a huge racist, yeah. they like retconned her out. They retconned the show out of existence by uh, firing just, her from it. There's no way yeah. it can work without her, and it turns out she's extremely racist and addicted to pain, pain uh, pills. Uh, yeah, that was Ambien, I believe. Psychotic pills. concentration. Yeah, concentrating on your so on how racist can you get, tendencies. How can you get mad at me for going on Twitter, getting all roofied up? <laughs> and calling black people monkeys. Yeah. But we digress. The makeout party. <laughs> There's some sweet sax playing, and I could not identify the song, but it's definitely a recognizable song from yeah. that period. Some sweet sax, some 1980s saxophone. Well, it is a song that they they muse-act for that. Oh, yeah. And uh, everyone's wearing turtlenecks, and they keep making jokes about, oh, I gotta go put my turtleneck on. Yeah. Okay. So I just need a turtleneck and some lip gloss. In the previous act, I was just questioning maybe it's just a joke for TV. Maybe it's like, oh, these two kids think you have to wear turtlenecks. But the reality. No, it was the fashion at the time. Yeah, it was the fashion at the time. But <laughs> also, it's, you can premeditate going to a makeup party 
and knowing that you want to neck with somebody yeah. if you just put on your turtleneck. It's like uh, it's like drug dealers rolling one pant leg up. If you go to a party in a turtleneck, you're DTM. Yep. Yeah. Down to make out, <laughs> of to course. Make out. If you're in prison, of course, and you put a pocket square hanging out of the back of your pocket, it means you want a DTSGD, which of course is suck. suck. God dick. <laughs> yep. It's like, is it GDD? Yeah, suck, suck down on gay dick. No, I think I might have done that wrong, but it's a homosexual thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Suck down. Suck, suck on down on down. Clown Town. <laughs> I lost my train uh, so of the thought. makeout party. So, yep. so <laughs> Blossom and Six hype each other up. Yep. They're like, yeah, let's let's go suck and fuck. And then they they sit down on the couch and and they yeah they end up making out right. Yeah. So well, Six, Six is Ricky, already just getting into it, but but not really. They're no, just hugging. And they're like, hugging really close, <laughs> yeah. and he's rubbing her ribs. Yeah. I think he gets a little bit of side boob. But Probably. the thing is, is like all of it's weird. Oh, they're just, they're not kissing at all. They're not even, like, moving their mouths or heads. Are they supposed to be, like, extra status for that scene? Like, are we not supposed to be focusing on what they're doing? I bet that's what it is. It was, like, an acting, like, a direction. Like, don't move too much or you'll distract from Blossom. But seem like you're being a little bit intimate. Yeah. Which is weird because... And they're 14, so they don't know what they're doing. They're like, oh, I don't really know how to act like this because I've never actually done it. Good point. Okay. They get a bye. Yeah, so Blossom walks over and sits down with Johnny Galecki, and Johnny Galecki does some lame move where he's like, is that where the soda is? And points and puts his arm over his shoulder. It's better than just the yawn and stretch, which is overdone. Yeah. And then Blossom... Which I've seen on sitcoms from this era a hundred times. Of course. So I guess Johnny Galecki was turning up the game. Yeah, but then guess what happens? Stacy... Nope. Sheila's parents come home. Everyone hides... Blossom and Six go into the bathroom where they pretend to be plumbers. Yep. Uh, but the parents don't buy it. No. They tell them to come out, and everyone's parents are called. Yep. And Nick is furious. Nick is pissed. Yeah. He's pissed off. We missed. Oh, you know what we missed? We missed when. So Nick's side story. He's down on this uh, woman he oh, plays we, yeah, music we with. Skip. So there is a C plot in this, as I pointed out previously. So the C plot in this is that in all of this. Nick is real sad down on his luck. He wants a new girlfriend. He talks about how he had this girl that when he was married, she was single. Now that they're both single, they've been building up to this. I've got questions about that, but that's for a completely different kind of podcast. But then she shows up like in at, like during the uh, makeup party is when this yeah. would have happened. She shows up at the Russo household and is like, well... This whole time, I thought you were into me. And he's yeah. like, "Well, I was into you. I thought you weren't into me. Now that I'm, now that I'm newly single." And she's like, "Something, something, finger me." But it was more like a, it was more or like a more... pun about playing the piano because oh, they both yeah. play the piano. Uh, no, she plays the tuba, the trumpet, tuba, trumpet, the... something, a brass instrument, the saxophone. There's like saxophone. a flute, I think, maybe the bassoon, some kind of woodwind. Anyway, they're about to get it on when Grounded Joey comes downstairs, oblivious to what his dad's about to do. Complaining about a broken Nintendo. like This is the second time his Nintendo's been broken. It's or already been it's established. the first time and he's forgotten that it was broken. It's already been established that if he's grounded, he doesn't get the Nintendo. Episode one. Season one, episode one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Joey doesn't leave them alone. And he's grounded, so he can't leave. Sits down directly between them, in fact. Yep. Completely oblivious. Uh, so they they take off to uh, to her place. Yep. There's uh, some back and forth, but it's not important. Well, Nick, Nick is just like, eh, you said a bunch it's of dumb important. stuff. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's no... They didn't need the back and forth. No. And we don't need the back and forth. So anyway, the, the, final, the final bit is that 
Nick's, Nick finds out about what happened because oh, they get busted. Before we move on. So A, Diane that Nick's interested in is the brawless woman from Seinfeld. The brawless wonder. The brawless wonder. Uh, and also, Joey says, whoa, again. So, whoa, watch 2019. But did he? He did. But it was another just regular whoa. It wasn't... Uh, was it when he was full... coming down the stairs to, to blast in on Diane and Nick? Yeah, I didn't uh, write down the whole quote. Well, he was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. So, maybe now he's, that's going to be for the and next There's while. been two woes now, but they've two, been like... Two not woes, 2019. Woes. Anyway, Nick uh, brings Blossom home from the makeup party. Yeah. He's pissed. pissed. Grounds her for six months. Yep. But Tony comes in, voice of reason. Hold on. Before we get to that, he's also yelling at Joey and tells him, stay out of my sock drawer. They, hell yeah. And actually, yeah, Joey was the original voice of reason. He says the first thing that's like, maybe you shouldn't go so hard on Blossom. Yeah, Joey's the voice of reason. Joey's the original voice of reason. When Nick comes home and he's losing his mind, it's and, and he's like, well, why did I get grounded for what I did? And Blossom's out here doing this and that. Nick's like, well, she's grounded for six months. So how do you feel oh, yeah. about that? And he's like, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, she made out with a guy, didn't kill him. Yeah. That's what he says. So that's the that's when it, he wavers a bit. He's like, okay. And then they go know. with their heart-to-heart, heart, their typical 90s father-daughter heart-to-heart talk. Yeah. And maybe he was too hard on her and maybe they need to compromise. And if, he, if she never lies to him, she'll be here till she's 30. And Nick's fine with that. But he compromises. The thing that I think about a lot during these scenes is he must have already gone through this with Tony. Yeah. Like, Tony must have had to get off drugs at some point, right? And there would have had to be those conversations that were much on this same level. But it also feels like he's just trying to level with his teenage daughter. Who's... Are you proposing a prequel show called Anthony? Always. <laughs> that would be like... the same actors, too, but have him play, like, a 14-year-old. And shoot it like a shoot it like a half-hour comedy drama. Like, My Name is Earl versus Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Like, one-camera yeah. Yeah. style. Yeah. That would be awesome. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much the episode. They, uh, Nick it just kind of says, you know what, I'm going to try to figure this out if yeah. you don't lie to me. All right. Well, we got Hat Watch 2019. Yep. There was, uh, at the beginning, Six was wearing a red hat with a wide rim. Now, no accents or anything on this one. Just plain, plain No, and from my point of view, it looked completely just red, too. So, yeah. I, I think there was a black... Uh... No, you're thinking of the next episode. Oh, okay. This was just a plain red hat. It was all red. Uh, and then when she is in the Donahue audience, she had a, like a flat purple hat oh, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that a hat, purple ribbon. Yeah. And, um, that's when I pointed out that she, she always, always wears Cause she had a purple dress as well. Suits. Hat. And those weird pajamas from like a bunch of episodes yeah. ago. Drug watch 2019. No drugs really. Uh, no PCP rage it. was all we talked yeah, about. Yeah, he had that really. rage at the beginning. So maybe some PCP um, or, or meth. Yeah. No, he was just kind of there as like a supporting character. He didn't even have a C plot or a D plot in this one. Yeah, he was not a thing. He was the percent. first voice of reason. Like I said previously, you know, like. Well, watch. We did get a one subdued. Well, yeah. Subdued. Well, subdued. Well, too. <laughs> did you uh, learn anything? on this episode? So what was the lesson? Um, no, no lying. Don't, yeah, lie. don't lie to your don't lie to your be parents. honest with don't your lie parents. to anybody don't lie to your end, friends at the end they're honest with each other and they end up still just as in love as they ever were yeah it's true yeah in my opinionation pretty good episode i liked it it was uh this was the first episode in a few i feel like we actually laughed out loud while watching yeah. 
there's so, a lot of like I w- I've said before there's a lot of fluff in these shows and when you get a when you get a story that doesn't have a lot of tangents or like weird weird down jokes that are just like what yeah it's better and this one was solid all the way through it's pretty well I I would disagree there I think Donahue was a low point I thought the Donahue segment went on far too long okay. I thought they, it was fluff and they were just trying to fill it like the Donahue dream was had to be two or three minutes I like the minutes, personally so. though I like the Donahue gimmick I liked should have been shorter okay. I liked the idea of it, but then it just went on. Like, they had Joey call in. Six was in the audience. Nick was wheeled in on a, a television. Like, counterpoint, the whole episode should have been just one giant long Donahue episode. Oh. As the first ever. Like, experimental sort exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. That's a call f- to the future. That's a, um, that's the reverse of a callback. A call, call front. Listeners, if you can, if you know exactly what episode I'm talking about, comment. Yeah, if you've watched ahead. I haven't. I'm keeping myself pure for the podcast. I just remember, I didn't watch, this isn't one of the ones I watched recently. This is a epic all-time oh, okay. episode. I don't remember. Which you'll find out in several, several weeks from now. I've, uh, yeah. I've smoked a lot of pot. I don't remember everything. <laughs> I don't remember most things. Uh, great. Uh, now, before we end the episode, we actually have a listener question. What? Yeah. I was, uh, I got a message yesterday, actually, from uh, a man named Keith won't mention the last names because I didn't ask him if I could. Uh, and he asked, who would win at Jeopardy? Joey Russo or Joey from Friends? Joey from Friends. You mean Joey Russo where we're at right now or in general? Or Joey Tribbiani? That was all the question I got. I would have to say that where we're at in the series right now, definitely Joey from friends joey tribbiani now what if joey tribbiani what if we're talking him also being a 15 year old hound dog Ooh, we don't know we might i propose that, might i propose another prequel series <laughs> friends kids friends kids friends babies friends babies Disney's the friends, friends babies. babies on friends live. babies with kermit and miss piggy and joey and, and chandler. chandler bing <laughs> <laughs> miss chandler bong <laughs> Friends is a TV show from the 90s. Yeah. We're not going to do a podcast about it. Or are we? Friends buddies. There's, aren't there like 400 episodes? <laughs> Just call it Friends. <laughs> friends buddies. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. I think that's our... Do we get to the bottom of that? Yeah. Joey... So if, if Joey Russo's older, do you think he would I think either enough? way, Joey Tribbiani could win in Jeopardy. But... Because I always... I think Joey Russo will always make joke answers that are... Make no sense. Joey Tribbiani might get one question right, if it's written like a sitcom especially. You know what I mean? Well, here's what I think, speaking of how sitcoms are written. I think both of them, separately being on Jeopardy, are going to trip and fall into correct answers. That's well, how the I think Joey Tribbiani is going to trip and fall into the correct answer, but Joey uh, Russo will never get there, and the joke about him mm. would be that he doesn't even... It's uh, like Burt Reynolds on SNL Jeopardy. Yeah. I think it'll be closer to that where Joey Tribbiani is like, oh, uh, yeah. he falls ass backwards into good luck kind of character yeah. from so sitcoms. There we have it. Joey Tribbiani would win at uh, Jeopardy. You want to shake on it? No. They, they can't see us. That's, I guess you could hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jason shaking his own fucking nope, hand. Nope, we were shaking hands with each other. <laughs> Though You can clearly hear that I'm on this side of the microphone. On this mono recording. Yep. And I did not uh, shake any hands, but I will agree that Joey Tribbiani would probably win Jeopardy. This has been Blossom Buddies. I'm Craig. I'm Craig. Hi. (laughs) Jason says hi. 
follow us on Instagram at Blossom Buddies Podcast, on Twitter at Blossom Podcast, because uh, Twitter sucks and won't let us have a longer name, and someone else already has Blossom Buddies. Yep. On Facebook at, I think it's Blossom Buddies Podcast. Blossom Buddies Podcast. We're, we, got a Reddit, we just opened up a Reddit account. Um, that's Blossom Podcast. Um, yeah. If you want to look us up on Reddit. Or uh, email us at info at blossombuddies.net. Yep. That's all, folks. You can find me at Spider Hero also. Oh, now it's all, folks. You don't get my Twitter. What? You got to earn it. And that's the bottom line. Because Blossom Good call.